All right, we are back with another podcasts episode, the Kentucky Podcast, Kentucky Sports Podcast. Yes, sir. It's a tongue twister, bro. Every single every single episode. Um, but this is first episode of the year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, it's just Jeremy and I in the studio. So he's good grammar there. That was me and Jeremy. Grammar. It's Jeremy and I. Yeah. Hear that? Anyway. It was a glorious ending to 2023. Great start to 2024. Let's talk Kentucky basketball. They are now six in the AP polls. Yes. They just beat Illinois State last game of the year. Uh, beat them by a lot. If Trey Mitchell would just get two more points, I would have won me some money. But I'm not complaining. That was last year. <laughs> we talk about this year. Um, another ranking I'd like to point out is uh, Andy Katz. He posts uh, like a top twenty-five or top thirty, yeah. and we're fourth in that. Mm-hmm. Um, looking good, looking Little good. Bear. SEC looking... play starts this Saturday, but you know, and there's a lot of room this year for us to even improve throughout the SEC. Yeah, yeah. You there's, know, there's like... a lot of improvement. I know from years before, there's only been, like, maybe two or three SEC teams that are, like, ranked that's really going to make us mm-hmm. climb that pole. Yeah. But this year alone, there's, like, I think a good, like, more than five SEC teams that right. are ranked. Especially, there's some, I th- wasn't Ole Miss Tennessee's still? fifth. Tennessee's fifth. Ole Miss. Uh, I think Auburn made top 20. I think they're 25th in the nation. I'll have to fact check you on that one. <laughs> Um, we got Ole Miss is 22nd, Auburn is 25. Okay. Gonzaga's fallen, bro. I seen that. 9 and 4. They went down 11. Let's see who they played. We're going to get out of the SEC real quick. Um, but yeah, dude, SEC's looking very solid. Very positive. Even for the unranked teams, you know? Yeah. There's a... I mean, obviously, no. The worst team's always going to be Vandy. But yeah, I'm but even seeing some slow promise in Vanderbilt because they always turn around for conference play. Mm-hmm. Shout out LSU, uh, Coach McMahon used to coach uh, John yeah. Moran at Murray State. Forgot about that. Uh, what was I looking at, Gonzaga? Mm-hmm. Who their like schedule is and stuff. Yeah, let's see who they lost to because they. I'm pretty sure they just lost to a team. They lost to San Diego State by 10. Uh, they lost to UConn by 13. Um, so, in other words, they lost to the two teams in the national chip. Yeah. They lost to Washington by five Ooh. earlier in the year. They have Oh, shout out to uh, Xavier Wheeler and uh, Keon Brooks. For Washington? Mm-hmm. They play for Washington? There yep. you go. Yeah. Former Cats. They lost to Purdue by 10. And... Uh, Little fact about Keon. Um, I forgot he existed. Possibly could be comeback player of the year as well. Really? Yeah. Dude's averaging like 20 plus a Isn't game. that how Bryce Hopkins went out for Providence? Yeah. He still it, plays I'm for them you, too. Man, I'm telling you, not bashing our coach, but Calipari be holding back them sleeper players, man. Uh Another impact player in that term of uh, reference there, uh, Johnny Juzang, when he yeah. played for LSU. He yeah. was really good when he uh, played for LSU. Um, 
I mean, that's what happens when you get all these when you load the roster and you can't give yeah. everyone their minutes. Yeah, you know. So these these players, I mean, I don't bash them for transferring out because now they're kind of popping out. They're trying to get their NBA stock up. They're trying to you know at least get some playing time, and they're getting it. And they're showing it, you know. Um, speaking of the players and get their draft stock, I seen a post on all three major social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The mock trade or the mock draft has been updated. Yeah. And what we got Dillingham at? Uh Dillingham is now a uh, top ten pick. I've seen that. Reed Shepard is now a top ten pick. Mm. And um DJ Wagner is like fifteenth like or something. Uh, bottom mid mid, mid to late mid first teens. Round. Uh Bradshaw's dropped to a second round pick and I can see that the surprising one was Antonio Reeves going undrafted. Really? Yeah. And well, then, if you if you think about it, most teams in the draft are looking for eighteen to twenty-two year old players. Reeves is twenty-three. He's probably close to his peak already, and he's still showing some struggle against some of these nineteen, twenty-one, twenty-two year olds in the league. Whenever he's going to be playing up against guys like. I'm just going to throw some names out. He's going to be playing against, like, D'Angelo Russell, James Harden, you know, some of these traditional role players in the league now. I don't think he's a traditional guard. I don't either. I think he's a role player in a, like – He's a 3 and D player. Yeah. I I think um, he plays kind of the role that uh, someone like – Kyle Korver. Yes. I think of Doug McDermott, but he never played. Kyle Korver, off the bench, just shooting threes. I feel like that's kind of his role, and I don't think the – I don't think it's going to get him far. And, I mean, you know, he could possibly get into the second round. He can sneak into that second round if if we get a good chance. Definitely not a first-round draft pick. I I think the teams are more focused on uh, impact players in the first round. Another really um, surprising player to me that stood out because he's not even doing better than Antonio Reeves, but it's also his age because he's only, I think, a junior or sophomore. Yeah. Adu Thierro is like a late first-round pick. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm saying, like... He gives me Julius Randle vibes. Like, bottom 25 low is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's giving me Julius Randle vibes. I think he would have a... And this is a long shot. To me... I think he's, his ceiling could be Julius Randle. Yeah. I think Thierro has a better career in the NBA over almost half that team. I would honestly say probably his toughness is going to take him a long way. Yeah, the only one, and I'm even going to say Rob Dillingham might even have a struggle in the first couple of years because of how small he is. Mm. Shepherd, it depends on his willpower. Reed Shepherd, ain't no way that man's not going to have an easy career. Yeah, I mean just because you know the sheer size of him, he's small. You know he's super small. You're talking dudes like my height, but built kind of. He's like six one, six two. Bro, he's like a he's like a. Um, he reminds me a lot of Isaiah Thomas. And I'm not saying the Are you modern saying Dillingham or Reeves? Reed or uh, Reed, Reed Shepherd. Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Reed Shepherd reminds me of um, 
Reeves. Like Austin Reeves? Austin Reeves. Yeah. I could see yeah. him like an Austin Reeves type of player, which Austin yeah. Reeves is doing pretty well. He's know? having a really good season too, yeah. Um, Dillingham reminds me of a, a, like a Nate Robinson build with a... With a clip. With with like a with like a John Wall type of play, yeah. you know, yeah. and Very and I mean he could be like an Isaiah Thomas, he could be like he could be like a smaller version of John Wall, but if you think about it, he also plays like De'Aaron Fox, and look where De'Aaron Fox is going right now with the Kings. Yeah, so, well, I, I mean, mean, we all thought you know the same thing about Malik Monk. And I'll use him, I'll even describe him close to being like Malik Monk esque style player. Just due to the fact, you know, whenever Monk first came in, he had he was given that green light to do. Whatever. Would you compare Antonio Reeves' play as to Malik Monk? As the role player wise, yes, because we didn't see nothing out of Monk until almost tournament play, and then it just kind of escalated like that because that was a very center and power forward heavy class that De'Aaron Fox, Malik Monk, and all of them went into. That's why their draft stock rose as quick as it did. I mean, you could say the same thing about Shea Gilgis Alexander. He he played decent for Kentucky, from what I can remember. Yeah, but I mean, he's he now like a he's now looking now. at one he's of the arguably, top scores in well, the NBA. He's arguably the I'm gonna even go out and say arguably the best Kentucky player to come out of Kentucky. I mean, he's already let's, let's see what happens already, in five years. He's already third and. Um, third of all time scoring for the Thunder. No other player ever in our franchise history of Kentucky has done has made a board like that yet. Yeah, that is true. Anthony Davis could have done it, but he can't stay healthy. Anthony Davis could have done it, but he joined LeBron. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, Shea Gilgis-Alexander the best player to come out of Kentucky basketball. Only reason why he has not had that big of a name brought yet or that conversation brought about yet, look at the team he plays for. This is his first good season with him. Well, it's also his first good season with him because he's got that – And you got to think he was Paul George's bitch there in L.A. whenever he was there for that short stint. He he plays you know he plays for the Thunder but they never had Chet Holmgren, uh, who. Yeah. Granted, last Chet's a dog, man. Chet's a dog. Them fifteen year olds know it. Um, Chet's a dog, man. We I didn't see this from him at all. Do do you did you not get my reference? Damn. Don't let Josh Giddy get with them girls, man. He can't. That's Josh Giddy, not Chet Holmgren. I. Yeah, I apologize to all the NBA fans out there. Is Josh Giddy that you know, is the, doing that? Not Chet Holmgren. So Chet Holmgren is a dog, and and and, and I I re I'm gonna redo all of that and just say that like him getting hurt in the first season definitely helped, yeah. definitely hurt the Thunder. And but now that he's back, him. I think Shea has a target that he can give to. Yeah. Same with Josh Giddy, minus allegations. I guess so the NBA is going to deal with that. More insight on that. Okay. So, I thought that he was at like some party, you know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us did too. No, he was at a club. Yeah. Like you had to be 21 or older to get in. All right. So he's obviously so they're under 18 in a club. That's she was to be tr- 16. So what's got this him out so of everything? Up. 
Now it's falling onto the club on why they let the 16-year-old get in the club. Oh. I mean, yeah. In his defense, how would he have known if it was a minor if she was allowed in the club? Right. He's going to get out of it to that very reason. Right. Which he probably didn't know because he said he met her at the club. Right. And there's proof of that. Interesting. I can't believe I thought I. Why did I think? I mean, they play for the same team. They're just. They're both white. They're. Bo- <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but yeah, they, <laughs> they both. Uh, just one's a lot taller than the other. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about this SEC uh, week we got going up, coming up. Uh, a couple. Florida. Couple weeks. We got Florida on Saturday. Uh, Florida has a 70% chance of winning that game, according to ESPN. Only because they're at home. Yeah. And we've talked about this in earlier pods, you know, that home uh, home, <coughs> that court, home court advantage in the SEC plays a huge difference. Like, it, you can be fucking 1-13. It plays a huge difference. Yeah, you could be 1-13 mm-hmm. on the season, and you can have that one home game against a 13-0 and team, and... You just run the fucking court like it's yours, dog. I'm going to go back to the 2013 NIT tournament that we were in. Uh, I know that team was garbage, and we didn't have Nerlens Noel for the tournament. But playing Oral Roberts at Oral Roberts, you yeah. wouldn't think that it would even be close. But that atmosphere was absolutely insane, yeah. and it plays a huge difference. And that's how the SEC runs, dude. SC, I mean, you even dude. see, like... Teams like Georgia and Alabama, who are football schools, in the tournament, throwing throwing in uh, like some type of uh, incentive to go to the game, yeah, and having like a whiteout or like a like a theme to their, and it just mm-hmm. boosts the atmosphere by a shit ton. Next thing you know, these players are playing a lot better than a top ten team. Yeah, and I mean a lot of it comes along on the sides of like a lot of these smaller schools don't have practice facilities. Mm-hmm. So they get to practice on their game floor, on their game goals, you know, so they can get into a groove really fucking quick at home, you know. Um, and not to mention, we didn't want to be there in the NIT tournament either. No, no we, we were I, just, I think it was over for us there. Like, as soon as we got announced in the NIT tournament, it was just like, okay, well, we're here. Fuck this, we're done. I'm not. It was embarrassing because we started that season as like a number one overall in the AP poll. Mm-hmm. And then we just had that slow downfall right after Nerlens Noel got hurt. So, Okay, so as of right now, Florida has a 61.6% chance to win. Uh, they're 10-3. and three. If they win this game against Kentucky, they could be into discussion to join the top 25. Kentucky's probably going to drop down to the teens again. Um, <clears throat> I don't think this is the same Kentucky team that we've seen in the past years where, like, we get all these hype up and they play well non-conference and then just SEC play. I think I think this team's different. Um, I am predicting that Kentucky's going to win this game against Florida. Then they have Missouri at home on Tuesday, the 9th, and then another Saturday game against – 
Texas A&M at Texas A&M, which right now Texas A&M is nine and four, and they have a better shot at beating Kentucky than Florida does. Wow. So I mean, obviously, I don't really pay much attention to the ESPN analytics where they show the percentage because it's always the home team's going to win the game unless it's unless we're playing like say we're playing Evansville at home. I mean, I'm I'm sure the UNCW game was like ninety one percent chance Kentucky was going to win, but. Here comes this one dude that's trying to make the NBA. Mm-hmm. That just blows everyone out. <clears throat> but, I mean, SEC-wise, we got some... I mean, you look at South Carolina. South Carolina's 12-1. and Yeah. So, you know, by the time we play them... The hell they could be... Later on in the month, they could still have only lost one game, be in the yeah. top ten at that point. Exactly. Because once you start I mean, winning against it, SEC teams, that's, that's what's going to show like, it. so ironic that the top ten was nothing but SEC schools? So you're talking about, like, college football in a regular year? Yeah. <laughs> like, couldn't – that would be so ironic. Like, at that time, I would be like, okay, it's going to have to be an SEC school to win the national championship. Okay, I'm going to bring up controversy in football. We're going to switch paths here in football real quick. Uh, he's garbage. Devin Leary's garbage. We're not even going to talk about that game. He threw the game away. We had that game in the bag. He threw, like, two picks. Whatever. I'm just stoked that we had a bowl game against Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> like, I've always, I've always like, liked his style of play, you know. Obviously, this year he didn't have the players to, uh, you know, continue his reign like he used to when he had Trevor Lawrence and – yeah. And like fucking T Higgins on the team and stuff like that, and their defense has always been good. Let's talk about the college football playoffs real quick, because everyone's still saying that Florida State should have played in the national in the in the college football playoffs. Bitch, where let getting blown out by the number one team in the nation for the past three years. That loss to Alabama, who <clears throat> definitely deserved a spot there after beating the number one team in the nation mm-hmm. for the past three years. If someone beat, if like say Georgia and Alabama's spots were flipped, do you think Georgia would have made the playoffs if they beat Al- number one Alabama in the in the college football playoffs? <sighs> Follow up question: Do you think Alabama, as a number one team, when they lost, if they lost the SEC championship, would they fall out of the college football playoffs? Because I don't think that would have been the same issue. I think Alabama would have like fall to like number three or something. Georgia went up to like four, and so, you'd probably see a rematch in the national one championship. One thing I've noticed with college football is it's very um, predictable. Every year, you know you're going to see Alabama or Georgia. In the pl- in the college football playoffs, all right, and so that's why I don't really get excited about college football playoffs because you know like it's gonna be fuck for like the past how many years have we seen Georgia or Alabama win it? Ever since Nick Saban, ever since college football playoffs it's been started, like two thousand seven. I could not name another fucking. Well, there's been like two or three teams that has not. You had LSU 2019, LSU, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe, Dominic, shout out Joe Shiesty. Shout out Joe Shiesty. Uh, but no, I With mean. the Cartiers. I'm bringing the Cartiers back this year, guys. 2024, I'm bringing the Cartiers back. Uh, I, yeah, I think it would. I think even though they were number one and they would have lost to Georgia, if it was reversed, yeah, I think very damn good and well they would have still been there. And the reason I'm saying that is because. 
I'm sorry if you are a Georgia or Alabama fan and you listen to this podcast, but college football rides y'all's dicks. Like, if you are a top five team every fucking year for like 10 years in a row, doesn't matter what sport you are or not, the NCAA will ride your fucking dick like no other. And I will admit it, Kentucky's been dick road for like 10 years too in college basketball. We've had teams that have been very disappointing that have should not even been fucking ranked, in my opinion. And, but college football specifically, yeah, it excites me. But here, here's why I think this committee got the got the four right this year. Alabama lost. What two games in the season? Yeah. Not counting the loss to Michigan. Well, both 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 of the playoff games were like neck and neck up to. I last was going to get to that, but like Alabama specifically, because everyone's like, "Why is Alabama in?" They dick ride Alabama. Florida State should have got in. Florida State lost by sixty to the again two, to the number one yeah. team for the past they two got years beat by a team who got beat by a team that, that wasn't that even only lost there. to Michigan in overtime by a touchdown. Yeah. Alabama showed <coughs> this is the first year in in a while for Nick Saban, maybe ever in Nick Saban era, where you saw uh instead of like that ego of just being at the top of the food chain, yeah, you saw that kind of fight to get back to it towards the end of the season. <laughs> You know what I mean? Jalen Milrow, like, if you saw, like, Bryce, um, if you saw Bryce, like, when he played, right, he, and Tua was the same way, didn't really show much emotion. Sorry, I'm looking at some stats here. Did you know... That Yale, of all teams, has 18 national championships in football. That's two more than Alabama. It's probably when the Ivy League ran that fucking shit. Princeton has 15. National championships? Yeah. Notre Dame, then Michigan, and USC are right there neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Harvard has eight. Dude, back in the day, the Ivy League was Holy well. Crap. That was like the start of like football, yeah. wasn't it? The Ivy League. Yeah. Back to my back to my argument. You you didn't really see much fight into when Bryce was quarterback or Tua, and then you get you get Jalen Milrow who didn't win the Heisman, but was fighting for it. And you saw it in the whole team; they were actually fighting to get back to that spot because they knew. What was at stake here? Yeah. So it was more interesting this year because there was more competition. I think that's what the committee was looking for. Which teams deserved it the most? And both games were neck and neck. So like you, they all they've had it wrong for the past like forever. When you had that number one versus number four, and number one would immediately just blow out that number four just out the rail. Yeah. Now, people were saying that Florida State, like, once they didn't get in the playoffs, everyone kind of, like, opted out of the out, opted out of the bowl game or whatever. But, like, I would still fight for that shit. I'd still if, – if you could beat Georgia, then you have so much more of an argument 
on why you should have gotten into the playoffs. Yeah. But they just gave up. I think that's the difference there because Alabama at number four, it's crazy to say that's like probably their worst outing. Well, they weren't in the playoffs last year, but the worst outing they've had going into the playoffs, and they still try to fight for it. They played against a very good Michigan team that still signs. I don't think I don't know what that whole deal is, but Michigan also. <clears throat> JJ McCarthy's a dog. Yeah. And so is Penix. So I think this is going to be one of the most. And for that reason solely, I think this is going to be one of the most watched college football championships in a while. Yeah. And a lot of people are going to make excuses saying, oh, it's because Alabama or Georgia isn't in it. No, it's because you actually have these two dudes that if they crowned the Heisman after the college football playoffs, one of these two would have won it. Yeah. I think that's what they should do, but obviously it's more of a seasonal, it's a season kind of uh, mm-hmm. award. But I'm excited to see this matchup because I think, I think Michigan, depending on their defense, it's all it's going to be up to Michigan's defense. If Michigan's defense can hold Penix under like 300 yards, they're going to win. Because one thing that Michigan does that Michigan's offense has that <coughs> Washington's doesn't. Washington doesn't have a running back. Yeah. Michigan's season has been based off Blake running. Corum. Yeah. But J.J. McCarthy is playing like a dog right now. So that's a dual threat right there that you just can't stop. Yeah. Even Alabama's off or defense couldn't stop it. And, I mean, it was – I loved watching that game. Also love watching the Rose Bowl. Uh, Kirk Herbstreet, uh, if you don't know him, like, watch TV. Um, he said that – the Rose Bowl should be the location for the national championship for, for now on out, every year. And I think that's true. That place is, like, always. I remember when it was just bowl games, no college football playoffs, I would always look forward to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Every year. And I remember one year TCU was in it. It was, like, TCU in Wisconsin. And TCU had uh, their jerseys. They had the frog. Yeah. But the frog was holding the rose on their helmet. That's when I was like, I fell in love with the Rose Bowl. Because it's something different. It's definitely, you know, what do they call it? The granddaddy of them all. Yeah. That should be the location for every national championship for now on out. The Rose Bowl? The Rose Bowl. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I, th- I I agree with Kirk. He he posted on his social media. I was like, I totally agree with you, Herb Street. Like, you couldn't have said it any better. Me, personally, I think... You know, since they had the big publicity with Florida State thinking they should have been in it or whatever. And fuck wait until next year for that 12-team playoff. They should have just made an instant decision like, hey, listen. If you were a top-12 team, you are now eligible for the college football playoffs. We are doing a 12-team I don't like playoffs. that. I don't like the 12-team playoff ever since they brought it up. My thing Which is... Which I think they're... What are they, starting next year? Starts next year. My thing is like... I don't see why so many people don't like it because when it comes to basketball, shit, people love it. It gives more variety. I mean, look at these un- look at these Cinderella teams. I just like the basics, bro. I remember playing college football fourteen. But I think campaign other, mode where I, you just pick a team. If you're in the top two, you're in the championship. I just think there's so many other teams out there other than the four that they select to be in it. Because see, they don't even got to be a top four team. 
which that proved that this year. Yeah. Am I right? We'll see how – you're right. Because you're right. I, mean, I, I agree on that. Team. I agree on that term. Because they, they, all they do is hand select. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can – you can be like, fuck, I, I've seen it in the past. Like, they've hand, they hand select teams that they think are going to win it. Well, if they did that in basketball. One of those four are going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, they hand select the four teams that they think, oh, well, yeah, these might be good matchups. Why not? Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Do the top 12 teams have the. Have, like, you know, obviously it's going to be, well, maybe not. Have the number one team play the 12 team. Have the two play the 11. The, so, you know what I mean? Well, so I think the top so four get a bye. Well, yeah, top four would get a bye. So, you'd technically have that, you'd have the five seed. Yeah, a five seed would play the 12, then uh, so Well, are they so going to go with that? I thought they would, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know. They may just do it strictly how they do it NCAA tournament. That's Not just even have like the sport a, of football and the sport of basketball are completely different. Yeah, that's why I think that like this twelve team playoff, like it just why don't they just at this point why don't they just make it the twelve team playoff and fuck every other bowl game. Because the 12-team playoff, if they keep bringing in teams, these bowl games are going to go unseen. They're not going to get any publicity. These companies that are literally their names on the bowl, no one's going to watch them. They're going to lose money. There goes the bowl games for the rest. There goes, like, winning your six games, making a bowl game. There's no, like, there's there's no significance into it anymore. That's another thing, too. Like, the bowl games, they handpick them teams, too, like. Yeah, but that's the, that's the beauty of it. The national yeah. championship, right? You get your number one and your number two. Back in the day, before college football players were a thing, you get your number one, your number two. That's outright. Mm-hmm. And that's that's based off. That's not hand selected. That's based off. I think it's it's I could be wrong, because there there definitely is college football playoffs rankings, and then AP polls are completely different. Mm-hmm. But they're also into the same. Into I don't know. I mean, but like, for instance, say that Georgia was to I don't know. Say it was Georgia, and what's the worst SEC football team that's out there? Right, Kentucky. Okay, say it was. Ge- <laughs> I hate Hi- shitting on Kentucky football okay. team. Hypothetically, but say I mean, it was Vanderbilt, Georgia, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, Georgia, and Vanderbilt. For God's sake, somehow Vanderbilt managed to fucking. Raw dog the rest of the season. They end up going to the SEC tournament to play Georgia. Okay. okay. Beats Georgia. Okay. Okay. Well, there goes their perfect season. They're now 12-1. and one. Okay. They're still eligible to play in that college football playoffs, although they just got beat okay, by a Vanderbilt Okay, what's, but what's Vanderbilt's record? Because you have your non-conference games. What if they lose every single non-conference game but go perfect in the conference play? They're... But what? Look at they're what, like but, what six and three, six but, and four. But look at how strong the SEC is. Right. So that that's definitely going to go unplayed. I think. Me, I think that Vanderbilt. Should that, that I think should completely knock Georgia way the fuck out of the college football playoffs. If they got beat by Vanderbilt, knowing what fucking conference they came from, to me that would knock Vander, that would knock Georgia out of the playoffs completely. 
But you just That's said how why. strong the SEC is. I uh, know. You can win anybody. You can lose anybody. Here's my logic, right? George. But if they're going by, say George is number one, never lost a game, right? Mm-hmm. Say everyone else lost two games in the SEC. Vanderbilt only lost one to Georgia, but they lost all of their non-conference play. Say Georgia Vandy SEC turn SEC championship. Vanderbilt <coughs> beats Georgia. That's Georgia's number only loss. Called an upset. Georgia goes down to number two. Whoever was that number two that won their championship goes down to, goes up to number one. Like I feel like that's the most logical thing. If you, if but if that was to happen, say it was during like the regular season, they would have been knocked down to like. See, that's what I don't like about the college football rankings because you can lose one game to a very shitty team and only knock down one fucking spot. But if that happens in basketball, you lose to, like, fucking, I don't know, say you're, like, I don't know, man. Team. Arizona lost to, like, four teams and was still in the top ten. They had to get their fifth loss before getting knocked down to 17. That's what I'm saying, man. I feel like for the past couple years – the AP polls in sports have been so fucking... That's what I'm trying to get at. This shit's all hand-picked. They just put these the AP teams, polls is not hand-picked. They don't go the by AP power. The AP polls is not hand-picked. That's voted. They don't go by power. The AP polls is like voted. They people, AP polls is by votes from a yeah. committee. They don't sit there and talk to each other and be like, well, I don't like this team, so let's bring it down. Well, I'm it's by it's votes like, because there's teams that have outright... Number of number one votes, they're number one. Right. It goes by votes. There's no committee sitting here talking. People sit down, make a vote, that's it. Well, what I'm saying, I'm, I guess I kind of said it kind of wrong. What I'm trying to explain is, like, these teams are... We're seeing the same shit every year. Which, I get it, teams are good. They could play up at four years on one team. But at the same time, there's other teams I feel like they can have a chance. Okay. Like, there's, there's God forbid, there could be 12 teams out there that could beat Georgia. There could be 12 teams out there that could beat, or, well, not 12. There's 11 teams out there that could possibly beat Alabama. There's 11 teams out there that could beat Georgia. There's 11 teams out there that could beat... Like I see, they want to make it more of a variety. That that I like. I want to place a bet with you. Okay. I want to place a bet. This is gonna go out to next year at the twelve team playoffs. The number one and number two team are making the national championship. I'm calling it right now. I don't care who it is. I don't care what it is. I think the number one and number two team are making the national championship. I'll put twenty on it right now. If we were rich, I'd put like five grand, but like we're no, not, we don't have that no money. To that. Did the one and two team make it this year? Because Texas was the number two team. Texas was the number two? Pretty sure, yeah. Okay, well, I didn't make a bet on this year. You're just saying, you're just <laughs> saying that the, I see no possibility of anybody from five below making it to the national championship. Next year. Oh, yeah. And I don't see it happening. And, and if it happens, sue me. I, I don't know. But I don't be, see I don't see any team sure. five from below, five through 12, 
making it to the national championship. It I think be, it's going to be number one and number two. It'll be interesting for sure to see. It's if it's number one and number two, then what's the point of a 12-team playoff? If the number one outright number one and outright number two team in the playoffs make it to the national championship. Well, I think what they need to do, instead of, like, scratch Alabama, or scratch Georgia's loss to Alabama completely. Yeah. Okay. Call that shit by the end of the regular season. Like, by the end of the regular season. Here's the AP polls for the year. Here's how you finished. Here's the college football playoffs. Regardless if you win the tournament of your conference or not, you had the best record out of the top four teams at the end of the year. Okay, that makes sense. But also, when it was just a national champion, when it was there was no playoffs... You had to win your national championship to buy into a specific bowl game if you're in the top ten. Bowl games, yes, that would be fine. But I'm talking about but conference. Like, I'm talking about conference championship. It's your buy-in. This is this is it because like you can win. So Alabama and Georgia could both go undefeated SEC championship. Whoever wins, that's making the playoffs in a fourteen playoff. I don't care if they're number one and number two. Oh yeah, because you have teams like Michigan or Michigan. Texas this year, That's what Washington. I'm like, I don't think they should consider like if you, for instance, I don't even see how Alabama was eligible. They were like sixth on the end of the year. That's what I'm trying. That's what never. So here's really the controversy on that. Say, uh, Washington, Oregon, Pac-12, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington's undefeated number. Say they were number three. Say they're number three. Oregon, one loss. Number like, five. Like, yeah. If Oregon blows out Washington, there's no fight in the conference tournament. Right. There's no fight to win that conference tournament to get into the playoffs because that switches teams around. It should. Yeah. Now, Florida State's issue, undefeated, lost Jordan Travis, right? Lost Jordan Travis, playing a Louisville team that's like ranked like, what, ninth or 10th? Mm-hmm. Barely that beat them. just beat. That Kentucky beat. I mean, there's a lot of talking to this. There's there's so much uh, to you know debate. Uh, there, the there's there's way. a lot of different views on this, but I still think in a 12 team playoff, the number one and number two team. Oh, I'm not I'm not saying that that won't happen, but I, I think that obviously you know it's it's a it's a game of football. You know, anything can happen. You know, God forbid somebody breaks their leg. You know, tears an ACL. <laughs> goes into concussion protocol, shit like that. There go like say it's their all star quarterback, right? And they gotta fucking get this guy that's second string that might have been a fucking four star coming in, never played a snap of big football in his life until that moment. And he's got all these lights all on him at that one moment. Depends on who he plays. Say it's Alabama versus Georgia. Oh, he's getting up. Oh. That, yeah. If he's playing for That's one of them teams, okay. But if he's playing for a team that just got 12th and they got to sneak Liberty, if they're if Liberty's backup quarterback. Like, that's what I'm if, saying. If Liberty's backup quarterback goes into a 12-team playoff <laughs> at number 12, beats the number one seed in that second round, I'd call Tom Brady. That's what I'm saying. I'd call Anything Tom Brady. Is possible. That's what I. That's what I'm I don't. Th- that's what the committee I feel like is looking at. You know what I mean? Because like, you know what I think? I think the committee is trying to 
knock out all those excuses that these five and six ranked teams mm-hmm. are making. That's, I think they're trying to get yeah. rid of that. I think they're. I think they're trying to get rid of that, and that's just Florida doing too State. much, dog. Like they knew this Florida State bullshit was gonna happen. What's your main conferences? We got ACC. Ace, uh, for football. For it's like in oh the power in five. Gen, the, is it the power five? Yes, what, power Big five, Ten, Big Twelve. Big Ten, Big Twelve. I wouldn't even count Pac Twelve because no. everyone's leaving Pac Twelve, so uh, that's four. SEC. SEC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, ACC, four teams. College football playoffs. If you win that championship, you're in. Now, here's the controversy on that. Say, say Liberty comes out next year with a A plus schedule rank, playing all the top twelve teams, and they go undefeated. And they go undefeated. That's where the twelve team playoff kicks in. Pick still gonna lose to a Power Five okay, conference. Here's here's still the, gonna lose here's, to a Power Five conference. Here's the easiest solution. How many conferences is there? I just like downgraded my fucking many, argument there in five seconds too. How many That's the craziest thing. Is there in college football total? Uh, too many. Okay, get the best twelve. Okay, this is hypothetically what I think they're gonna do. Okay, out of the top, the best twelve conferences. Okay, so it's gonna be SEC. I'm just gonna name like three: SEC, ACC, and Big Ten. Okay. Okay. They're gonna take. Two teams from the best three. Okay. The rest of them, they're going to pick from the best. Like, who won that conference championship from that team, obviously. Or who finished with the best record out of that conference. I think that would work out somewhat better. But at the same time, why don't they just use the top 12 teams? There's always an argument to everything. I'm going to give you the argument to this right now. Say SEC has... You said the best, the top two out of that conference. Yeah. Say Honestly, there's say there's three teams in that conference that only lost one game. Say the one team that got left out is the team that beat the best team. Say they beat Michigan by like fifteen, by like two. Say fourteen, two touchdowns. Say they beat Texas by like three touchdowns. Say for God forsaken reason they scheduled this con uh, this uh, schedule against. All the best teams in the conference won those games, but only lost. But the only reason they're not in is because they lost their two conference games against top two SEC teams. Fair enough. But <laughs> what doesn't? What okay? We're gonna switch sports here. We're gonna go towards the basketball side. Okay. It's so hard to figure out a algorithm for a twelve-team playoff football. Why is it so easy for basketball? Because March Madness has been the pinnacle of tournament play since since Jesus was Look born. Look at all dude. the upsets that we've had in the past like two, three years, though. Because that's basketball, bro. You look at okay, Purdue just got put out by nobody last year. Doesn't mean they're out of the tournament. Okay, but they were last year. If you got beat in the tournament last year, yeah, you were out of the tournament. Oh, I thought you meant like out of like yeah. That's the, what I'm saying. Like, out of the bracket, going to like tournament play, like that's what I'm saying. Like Purdue got beat by nobody. They got beat by a 15 seed. What if the NCAA? It, what if what if college football is trying to match up with the um, basketball with style? basketball? That's what I feel. The like thing about this thing about basketball is there's so many more conferences. Yeah, there's a lot more teams. Yeah, because you don't. Well, in basketball, you have the even the FCS teams are eligible for tournament. Play. If they win the tournament. 
If they win the conference championship. Yeah, like they're even eligible. That's their buy-in. Because for That's punching college their ticket. football, they're, they're not eligible for it. I think they should at least stick with the 14 playoffs. From my understanding, you can't even be a private school in college football. That's why Harvard. Be independent. That's why like Harvard's team is no longer existent. I thought they still had a football team. I don't think they do. I thought they did. I'm gonna look this up. I haven't seen them. I mean, Notre Dame's an independent school because they don't. Yeah, but they're a big independent school. Like, I mean a big independent school. Bro, they have a football team. Harvard does. Really? Yeah. What was their record this year? They're in the uh they're in the Ivy League, bro. That's what started it. Fair enough. They were five and two. Didn't they were eight and two, five and two in the conference. There was a big name college that did not have a football team. I forgot what it was. Gonzaga doesn't have a football team. Yeah, that's who it was. Well it's because they don't want to. It's because they don't have yeah. it's not because they can't. Washington's a really big football state, though, man. And it's right Gonzaga, there Gonzaga, why, I'm going to look this up. Why does Gonzaga not have a football team? And I'll tell you, it's not because they can't. They don't have the attraction for it. Why does Gonzaga not have football? Can I give you, like, a funny answer real quick? You don't find a bunch of white boys that are nerds just going out there hitting each other for fun. Look at Harvard, bro. Mommy and daddy running, possibly, for tuition. Harvard's a big party school, too. Yeah, but you're saying nerds. Look at the pinnacle of nerds. It's the fucking Ivy League, dog. Man, if I go They pay so much money to get into law school, and they play football on the side. That's a dog, if you ask me. Uh, They went on hiatus during World War II. That's why they don't have a fucking football team. The program's been in financial difficulty prior to the war. They don't have a football team. But yet they're like a multi-million dollar school. All because of their basketball program. Yeah. You talk about sports. Their basketball program is the reason why they have so much money. Yeah. But no, I, I, I do feel like that a 12-team playoff could be a little much. But at the same time, you got to look at the upset side of things, too. I think like, it's going to be a top four in the semifinals. There's no reason for it. I think the, 12, the, the other 12 teams are going to play – they're going to lose. It's going to be treated like another bowl game. There's no reason for it. It's just trying to it's just trying to what minimize, is- it's trying to minimize the arguments on why certain teams aren't in it. And now these like 13, 14 teams are going to be like, "Why aren't we in it?" Then they're going to end up doing just like a whole tourney thing like bro, No, they're not. If they if they if they go question, over 12, if they go over 12, I'm, I'm going to stop watching college my football. My biggest question, okay, we're still sports. Why does the NFL not play each each team once. Like, what if, for instance, you're a Dallas? It's, it's just for how instance, the league. Like, it's what just if you are a Dallas fan, right? Okay. And you want to see them play, I don't know, Indianapolis, for instance. Make it to the Super Bowl, dog. What if that team does not have? Look at Texas, the Texans. Okay. Okay. You can't tell them to make a Super Bowl. Yeah, I can. Make it to the Super Bowl. They don't That's have how you that, play teams you haven't played. They don't played. have that star power. Okay. And they don't have that star power there to get that star power. Okay, so why hasn't Dallas made the Super Bowl? Fair statement. Silence no, speaks like, in I'm many languages, like, dog. What I'm saying is, like, 
you got to wait X amount of years to hope either that, you know, their schedule lands on you playing that team that you're near or that they make a Super Bowl. It's just how the divisions are made because that, that's how they depict if you are going to make the playoffs or not. You clinch your division, you're making the playoffs. Yeah. So, and these are rules made back in the day, and the thing that NFL does great is they haven't changed the rules on that. Yeah. So, and and what college football is doing is changing the rules, so now everyone's confused on, like, so are they going to have a committee to just gather 12 teams to play in the fucking playoffs? How is it going to work? They're going to say all these things, and then people are going to argue the rules. You can't argue the NFL rules unless you're a referee. Uh, you can't argue the NFL rules on making the playoffs because that's it's been set for so long. Yeah. So like that's how it is. So, um, and the only thing I mean, the, how soft the refs are. That's the only thing people argue about NFLs, and that's just human mistake. Yeah. That's not. That's not. I mean, these are the rules are being set. Certain refs take it more seriously than others. But that's how. I, that's why I like. That's the one best thing that I like about NFL is that like. These conferences, if you look at these divisions, it's not like you're traveling cross-country to play yeah. your division rival. I mean, the NFC North, it's literally the NFC North. Green Bay, Wisconsin, Detroit, Chicago. Yeah. All right there. So, that's my argument on that. Okay. Let's... And if you want to see them play, if you want to see Green Bay play L.A. on a yearly basis than uh, play Madden. I don't know. <laughs> Watch them play Madden. Spectate that shit. Man. Let's talk on the... Uh... Are, you, are you saying that? Are you saying that because you want to, like, go see them play? Is that why you're asking? Like, is that why you're trying to see, like, why can't they play every... First of all, if they play every team every year, that's a 30-week playoff. That's a 30-week season. That's way too long. NBA is, like, 10 times. Yeah, but it, it, something about basketball compared to football. The physicality. The physicality. They break their bodies down. Yeah. But I'm also like this. You have like 52 fucking people on that team. Substitute people out throughout the game, bro. I mean. Yeah, but you have your best players and you don't have, you have your not so good players. Right. So my my thing to that is like, why the fuck do you have those other players if you ain't going to use them? Like, I get it. You know, but at the same time, that's just like they the all Lakers. play. That's just like the they Lakers. all play a specific role in the team, whether it, and it doesn't have to be in the game because you have practice. You have your yeah, practice you got your squad. Practice you have squad. Your guys putting in reps. That's that's a competitive side of it because these third string quarterbacks put in reps trying to make their way up to the top of the ladder. Yeah, but I, see, that's where I would hate to be a second string or third string, especially on a good team. Like say still getting paid more money than both of us, dog. Yeah, but I'm saying like, for instance, say you just got drafted by Cincinnati as a second string quarterback. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, you're screwed. You ain't gonna see the floor. You're not gonna see the. You're not gonna see the field at all. So it's like, okay, well, do Levis, I, do I? Yeah, but Tannehill's old, and washed up. Okay. Still didn't start. Yeah, but Tannehill he knew, got hurt. He knew that time was coming, though. Tannehill got hurt. Will Levis. Will Levis was behind Malik Willis. Yeah, Malik Willis is shit. 
Still is a third string quarterback. Yeah. But I'm saying like against somebody that doesn't Oh, don't use If you look at For instance use Patrick Mahomes. Say you're a quarterback behind Patrick Mahomes. You're okay, not Okay, but they're not gonna draft a quarterback. Well I'm saying like say you got picked up or whatever out of free agency. Okay. You ain't seeing that field. It's for the love of the game, dog. Look at Jordan Love, for example. He got drafted first round to the Packers when Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs. Or not back-to-back, but he won his la- he's won his last most recent MVP that year before, I think. I could be wrong. Fact check me. I'm a Packers fan. I should know this. But Jordan Love getting drafted first round, sat the bench for as long as he did, and now he's starting. Yeah. And it's not that Aaron Rodgers retired. He got traded. Or he left. Yeah. Technically. So, yeah, you know, these teams, these 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 players getting drafted, uh, you know, some get drafted because they know the money's good, but then also they also know they're going to get paid more if they're starters, so they're always going to work their way up. Mm-hmm. You made the team. Don't get cut. So that's, yeah, I don't know where that argument was going. I think it was uh, why I had – I'd be interested to see it. 31-week season where you play every single NFL team. That'd be I'd be so tired of watching that, honestly. I mean, people don't get tired of the NBA. They ask for more after the fucking 82-game season. I say the same thing about the MLB. But also, you don't play every single team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. No way. You play your comp. You play your. Um, you play the Western Conference tw- uh, four times, and you play the uh, Eastern Conference twice. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, dude. And not to mention, you have the chance of doing a whole seven game series against a team in the playoffs. But again, the physicality of football. I think that's. Oh no! If you're playing against Draymond Green, you might as well be playing fucking football. Well, luckily, if you're uh, non-conference, you only know, get to see him twice. So, and if oh, you're so I'm scared about that, pull LeBron and sit the bench for a game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Fair enough, I guess. I like the NBA season, or not the NBA, the NFL. I mean, I Short and too. sweet, it's, dog. I, Short I, I and sweet. Like you play your division rivals, game. huh? I like that they added that extra game. It yeah. Kind of yeah. Makes it. It's weird how one game can make it in more. One more game can make it more interesting on a whole season. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the first two. It's like that first game you play of the year. It doesn't matter, but it does. Yeah. You know? So. Yep. And then you just go from there. Pretty much. I reckon. All right, uh, before – I know we didn't talk much about Kentucky sports, but there's really not much until we get into the SEC yeah, play, like which nothing. is a Saturday. Um, nothing really. Who's winning the anything, national championship? Basketball or football? Football. That's coming up this Monday. I, I don't like – Or not wa- this Monday. I don't but. like Washington. I don't know why. I just don't like Washington. Why not? I don't know. That uh, offense is so explosive. Have you seen uh, the video of uh, Penix if he threw right-handed like they had it reverse? Yeah. Well, you I mean, know, he barely throws the ball. goes 60 yards. I mean, no, I just don't. Fuck Alabama, you know? So, 
Michigan all the way. I say go blue. Uh, because Dave Portnoy bet a million dollars and won it against Alabama. So I support uh, Stool President Tay. Go blue. What the fuck happened to Ohio State? Where did they go? They were like a top four team. What the fuck happened to Ohio State? Did they win their? Uh, did they win the Big Ten? I think they're in the Big Ten, aren't they? No, Michigan won the Big Ten. Michigan. Oh, didn't. that might have been where they went then. Big Ten championship. Are they in the Big Ten? Yeah, they're in the Big Ten. Then I bet that's what happened. They got beat by Michigan. Well, they got beat by Michigan during the season, and Michigan played Iowa in the Big Ten championship. I wonder if Iowa beat them. I can look it up real quick. Ohio State Buckeyes. Football. Football. And that's why all the people from Ohio State's leaving. <laughs> well, they know. Sums up. First of all, they lost to Missouri in the Cotton Bowl, so. They did. The only game they lost was against. No. Sorry. They had to lose in their conference tournament. Why does it show that they're 11-2 and two and I only see one loss? Well, I guess they count the uh, Missouri loss. So that means they lost in their uh, conference. Well, here's the thing about the Big Ten. They have the East and the West. Oh. So that that's how the SEC plays, too. Yeah. You have the East and the West. Not to mention we're gaining Clemson, Oklahoma, and Texas next year. Did we fact check that Clemson's going to the SEC? Pretty sure. October 3rd, 2023, Florida State and Clemson are tied together for a potential ACC. Um... I don't know if it's I don't know if it's confirmed. I know Oklahoma and Texas are, but I don't think I don't know if um, that just makes the SEC more not like scary all around. But that's I the mean, word I use for a Kentucky fan. Yeah, you gotta have to step up our game. But I mean, because you got we've always been a basketball school. Actually, we're a rugby school. Most recent national championship. Man, before that it was volleyball. Yeah. So. We're rugby school, guys. It's confirmed. Yep, Until we win right. another national championship in another sport, <clears throat> that's how it is. Not gonna be football anytime soon. Nope, nope. <laughs> potentially basketball. Potentially, we're gonna say potentially here. Let's see how the SEC What's plays out. What's your final out. four look like? As my final if, four. If it, if it was to start tomorrow. If it was to start tomorrow, no my final four. Anything. Um, let's discuss that next episode. We're running out of time here. Okay. We'll kind of gather up some info. As of next I'm week, do some really good inside looking too. Because I, I, I'm gonna say like FGS, in, FGCU is gonna bring back Lob City or some shit. I'm, I'm a really big believer in them underdogs. Murray stories. State wins the uh, whatever new conference they're in, and they make it to the Final Four. That's my number one. 
Just kidding. We're in this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. <clears throat> and uh, go Cats.